0: Welcome to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast,
1: we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy
0: today's podcast episode.
1: Hello everyone, buddy C. welcome to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. Today we have Sarah and Amy and Marla and Craig and Matt Safar. Good to have all y'all. Good story today. Autumn floods, autumn floods. Marla, you want to read first for us, ma'am?
2: Sure, ready to go. The autumn floods had come. Thousands of wild torrents poured furiously into the yellow river. It surged and flooded its banks until, looking across, you could not tell an ox from a horse on the other side. Then the river god laughed, delighted to think that all the beauty in the world had fallen into his keeping so downstream he swung until he came to the ocean. There he looked out over the waves toward the empty horizon in the east, and his face fell. Gazing out at the far horizon, he came to his senses and murmured to the ocean, God, quote, well, the proverb is right. He who has got himself a hundred ideas thinks he knows more than anybody else. Such a one am I. Only now do I see what they mean by expanse, unquote.
1: Thank you, Marla. Amy, you want to read a little, please?
3: Yep. The ocean god replied, can you talk about the sea to a frog in a well? Mm -hmm. Can you talk about ice to dragonflies? Can you talk about the way of life to a doctor of philosophy? Of all the waters in the world, the ocean is greatest. All the rivers pour into it day and night. It is never filled. It gives back its waters day and night. It is never emptied. In dry seasons, it is not lowered. In flood time, it does not rise. Greater than all other waters. There is no measure to tell how much greater. But am I proud of it? What am I under heaven? What am I without yang and yin? Compared with the sky, I am a little rock, a scrub oak on the mountainside. Shall I act as if I were something? You want me to finish? Keep going. Okay. Of all the beings that exist, and there are millions, man is only one. Among all the millions of men that live on earth, the civilized people that live by farming are only a small proportion. Smaller still the number of those who, having office or fortune, travel by carriage or by boat. And of all these, one man in his carriage is nothing more than the tip of a hair on a horse's flank. Why then all the fuss about great men and great offices? Why all the disputations of scholars? Why all the wrangling of politicians? There are no fixed limits. Time does not stand still. Nothing endures. Nothing is final. You cannot lay hold of the beginning or the end. Let me start that over. You cannot lay hold of the end or the beginning. He who is wise sees near and far as the same does not despise the small or value the great where all standards differ. How can you compare with one glance? He takes in past and present without sorrow for the past or impatience with the present. All is in movement. He has experience of fullness and emptiness. He does not rejoice in success or lament in failure. The game is never over. Birth and death are even. The
1: terms are not final. Thank you, ladies. Wild. Comments? Wild. How I Go ahead, Mom.
2: Go ahead. I was just, just thinking how much he saw looking out at the ocean, realizing, just realizing how expansive and how tiny he is in this best Endless horizon.
0: I got a kind of from the start of it, I kind of got a sense of not so much underachievement. When the when the rain had filled the, the rivers and the the, the rain god had went down to the ocean and thought, do you know what I thought I'd achieved so much? And then I looked at the expanse of the oceans and thought, do you know what, there's so much more that I can do.
1: I pulled out my notes on the 66th chapter of the Dao De Ching that talks about some of this. I thought it was, this is the Mitchell version. All streams flow to the sea because it is lower than they are. Humility gives it its power. I'll go ahead and read the rest of it. Uh, If you want to govern the people, you must place yourself below them. If you want to lead the people, you must learn how to follow them. The master is above the people and no one feels oppressed. She goes ahead of the people and no one feels manipulated. The whole world is grateful to her because she competes with no one. No one can compete with her. And I I thought about that with this this, uh, river god laughed. If you notice, too, the way that starts is with the yellow river. Did anyone look at what that means in Chinese philosophy, yellow and the yellow river? It has some meanings because it's the yellow river. Um, And from what I read, it means a lot of different things. But what I gathered was it was the river that is like the flow of life. It carried life. So this river God was thinking he was controlling life. It was like we could think about it like us, you know, how we feel we control our destiny, you know, and all those things. He who has got himself a hundred ideas thinks he knows more than anybody else. Such a one am I. Only now do I see why they mean what they mean by expanse, which expanse, I just looked up a definition of what expanse would mean an area. Presenting a wide and continuous surface, you know, like a large, wide area, like the ocean. You know, like what we see.
2: That's what he was looking. He's looking at expanse of ocean, and I think realizing he's just a little speck there.
3: I think it's perception, right? I mean, he's looking at he's it's the river, and then it floods, and so it becomes huge, and you know, the banks are overflowing, and then. He thinks this is, he said, the river God laughed, delighted to think that all the beauty in the world had fallen into his keeping. So he thought, wow, this is the greatest there is. And then downstream he goes, eventually getting to the ocean, and then he realizes there's more, right? So taking that back to recovery, more will be revealed if our own house is in order,
1: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm did he go ahead when water runs into the ocean it becomes the ocean it's no longer the river
3: become one of many one among my fellows right it's not just all about me anymore it's about how do i fit into the
1: the picture it was never and we just didn't know it
3: yeah perception but i didn't know any different
1: yeah, exactly.
2: And that's why we're the lucky ones working on waking up.
1: Yeah, because we're just we're just sleepwalking. Most people are. <laughs> Greg, what you got, sir? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: just, just with what Amy was saying, um, just when she was talking there, I, I saw a bit of a bit of humility just when the river was all full and thought I'd done so well and it was kind of like, look at me. And then it goes into the ocean and the water god's like, you know, you think you're good? Look at this. You, know, you think that's full? Have a look at this. You know, this, this is what you could really do. But there's also potential as well. I think there's a lot of potential for, for growth. That's the, that's what I saw as well, just self, self-limiting. self Because he, he kind of limited himself to the river. Why, why limit yourself to the river when there's a vast ocean out there that you can... He can fill, and um, what was it? What was it? Amy said as well. Um, something, something to do with the, the, a part of life. It's like Buddy would always say, you, you're, not, "You're not the traffic, but you're, you're not stuck in traffic. You are the traffic. You are you are part of the traffic." So realizing that he's not he's not just a separate entity to it. He's, he's part of the whole. He's part of that wheel of life.
4: Matt. When I first read this I thought I was missing something because I knew it didn't take as many words to say what it is I first understood when I read this so obviously I was missing something. What I get from it is the I've ever got total misdirections he, he thinks this so full of importance. The Sea God, Ocean God, came across more humble. He recognised his place under the sky. Um, I've been listening a lot to one particular reading of the Tao Te Ching by Wayne Dwyer. I find it really soothing, and he really expresses this really well, and I can't think how. But all water comes down to the sea. But yet... If it wasn't for the water coming down to the sea, what would the sea be? You know, it's all part of one thing. It's all unified or it's all part of the same. I thought there's so much more in this that I need to read and think about. I also got about man and how some men, the politicians, they're full of their own self-importance and what's important are they really? You know, my personal belief is I am only slightly less insignificant, slightly more insignificant than the rest of my species, you know, and, and, and we're all, and no offence to anyone, totally insignificant. So that our planet, in my opinion, as well. I wonder how significant our solar system is even. I don't know. I never will. And I don't need to know today, but anyway, that's kind of what I've got from this so far, but there's a lot more here. So I should read more and, and think about it. Thank you, Matt.
2: Can I answer you? I think, Matt, I think I'm just thinking as you're, you're talking about how the rivers and ocean, the rivers who that go into the ocean, they all work together to create the universe. I think is is we all and we are all working together as um, combined species, the plants, animals, and humans. Most of the time, we're all working together to create a living planet. S-
4: something like that. Does it? Kind of. I I think. I think the Tao, the the name is Tao, the one I can never understand.
1: Mm, you're not supposed then, to. Be, not supposed to.
4: Is in everything and it's in me. I forget sometimes I'm in a recovery podcast. I can say this here when I pray, and I've had talks with my sponsor who am I praying to? He doesn't quite get where I'm coming from with a doubt, but he doesn't need to. Um, but I'm not praying to an entity out there like somebody who has a belief in Christianity may be doing. And I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying I'm not. So what am I praying to? I was in recovery for 13 years with the Tao as my higher power. And eventually I went out and drank. And when I came back to the rooms, I realized the Tao itself, I needed more than that. So now I have a triangular higher power. The Tao, the 12 steps, and my desire to be a better self. Which I, I call God because it's simple, uh, and I have an image of what she looks like. But what am I? What, what am I really praying to? If it's not my higher self, and what is my higher self? It's got. It's got to be part of a Tao, I think. You know, and I'm praying to the Tao, but Matt, uh, I gotta uh, let
1: me run something by you. Um this week in our Zen study group, we're we're studying a book, and one of the chapters is talking about repentance in Buddhism. And I'm like, What the F? Repentance in Buddhism? What would they how would that work? And basically, what he's talking about is opening your heart to whatever is, is repentance in Buddhism. So it means a change, you know, that you're open to change, not Uh, repentance in a biblical, you know, fire and brimstone sense, you know, going to hell if you don't repent, not that kind of repentance. Uh, it's an opening of your heart. And if I pray, let's say when I pray good things for someone, like 552 in the big book, let's say, okay, when I do that, for me, I don't think that affects their life one little bit. Okay. I don't think my praying does anything for them at all, nothing. But what I think it does is it changes me. Mm. So it's not about who I pray to or how I pray or what I think will happen but the more intent I am on them having good things and me opening my heart to them, which is what I'm doing really, then I start changing. So figuring out what I pray to, I don't even, I don't even think about any of that anymore. I don't even, I don't even try to figure it out. What I try to do instead, just me is I stay in the moment. I try to, open my heart to more people in more situations and seek to do good rather than seek my selfish, fearful agenda. So, and I just try to leave it there and it, and it all works out for me. And it, uh, I, I quit trying to figure that, the God stuff out a long time ago, but uh, that's how I approach it. Now, one thing on this, I really like, it's interesting how in the second little paragraph, after where it says to stop. There's different people who aren't going to understand the ocean. The the ocean, God didn't try to. He just said that there's different, the frog's not going to understand the ocean. He's in a well. He can't understand what's going on. The dragonfly can't understand ice. You know, he's just saying that there's different things. It's interesting he says that the doctor of philosophy can't understand this way, you know. Uh, So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people with different ideas that are just not going to understand what's going on. So you just accept that you can't, you can't convince people of things. So you just accept that. I thought it was interesting too. this next part about the oceans, the greatest, and this is why the ocean is greatest. All the rivers pour into it day and night causing it to be great, but it's never filled. And the reason it's never filled is because it gives back It's waters day and night. It's continually giving. That's why it's the humblest. That's why it's the greatest. It's not trying to be great. It's trying to give. It wouldn't
3: be great.
1: Is it even really trying to give? Or it just is? It just is, Amy. It just is. It's not not trying to be great. It's just giving day and night. Mm -hmm. As a result of giving day and night, it becomes great. It makes it great. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's just like in the '66 that I read about. Uh, uh, no, where was it? She competes with. Uh, she competes with no one. So no one can compete with her. She, the master's above the people, and no one feels oppressed. Blah blah blah. The whole world's grateful to her. And she does not compete. She's not trying to be great.
3: I think that goes along with what, what um, you and Matt were discussing in that um, instead of trying to figure out and analyzing and, and labeling the, the God of my misunderstanding just is, you know, because for me at this point, the more labels and definitions I put on my God or way or whatever, the more limiting it is. Right. So I don't get to that expanse. I want just like I wanted to maximize my, my using my drinking. I want to maximize my sobriety. I want to maximize the God of my misunderstanding to, to allow as much as possible possible to infinity to now you know however you want to word it but i don't want to label I, I don't want to label on i i use the word god because it's a concept everybody understands right exactly but it's it's just so people understand it not because i'm defining it
1: or her or they or that's the thing we're, we're just words are in Inadequate in any yes. way to describe this, but know? I
2: agree with what Matt was saying about the triangular God. Is I I want to be my highest self. I want to be my best self with a capital S, and somewhat follow the twelve steps and the Tao at the same time, and and be a good Jew too, <laughs> at the same time, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I can do all three. But, but the the higher power. Is who I want to be. It's you know, reach, trying to reach perfection, which whatever that may be. But it's the big, it's the big S, the higher self, the better self. So thanks for reminding me of that, Matt.
0: I think that's I think that's something that a lot of people tend to forget when we come into recovery as well. A lot of people resist the God aspect.
2: Absolutely, I do.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, it took me it took me a while that this this is how we ended up getting involved in this buddy was like just study the diet let's look at that if you're struggling with it struggling with god because a lot of people get turned off with it um and it, it's the same like it, it's the same in some of the recovery groups as well you get lambasted because you mentioned the word god and like oh we don't believe in god this that, and the other but i believe in this this you know there's this, this universe so like well isn't that kind of like the same thing but you've kind of like You've, you've stigmatized him and stuck a big label on him and fired him into this box and put a padlock on it. Like just it's the a god of your understanding. You know, what kind of God do you want? Do you want the guy that's gonna hellfire and brimstone and strike you down every time you do something wrong? Or you know, at, at my meeting with buddy, he was like, you know, what kind of God would you like in your life? I was like, well, I'd, I'd like somebody that's, that's that's loving, caring, supportive, nurturing, somebody that's gonna, you know, somebody that's gonna pick me up every time I fall down and just carry me along the way and just say, Do you know what? You're doing really good. When I don't feel like I am, he's like, "Well, congratulations. That's now what you have. You can you can have whatever you want. All you need to do is believe in it." And it's just like it's, it's just like a, a kid's belief in Santa Claus. You just you know, as long as you believe in it.
1: Well, we have to come to this point that we're able to surrender to whatever yeah. we believe that mm-hmm. is. If if we're not able to surrender, then we need. For me, I had to keep looking because the God I came in to recovery with did not work so I had to I had to find out where I was uh, misunderstanding things yeah I saw people that knew a lot less than me that were it was working for I was like something's wrong here I'm smarter than these people why can't I figure this out and it was because it was all about surrender it wasn't about smarts In dry seasons, it's not lowered. In flood time, it does not rise. It is stable. The ocean is because what's the one thing it does? It gives back its waters day and night. That's the action of the ocean. That's it. That's all the ocean does. Gives back its waters day and night. And as a result, it's the greatest of all waters.
4: Mm-hmm. I I feel like I may have slightly veered it off off course by bringing uh, God into it. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, the only reason I had to evolve my higher power was I've been sober a continuous period of over was about thirteen years and four months. Uh, the two years prior to that was pretty much sober, but in periods of sort of three months, six months, you think you might get a picture, but at thirteen plus years, was a good time. It was a reasonably peaceful time. I was maybe on 90% peace. And eventually, I went out for a few months. But when I came back, I knew what I had before was not enough. And I've really been doing a lot of research, a lot of, not research, that's the wrong word, study of the down since more so, and the Dow. I feel this is just my impression. It doesn't care, or even have the ability to care, whether I'm sober or drunk. I have the ability to be either. There's no middle road. There's no middle ground. I am. I'm a human with a, an allergy to alcohol. I can put it in or I can not. And um, perhaps either way are what will be. They are what is. Is, is me, and that wasn't enough because uh, as tall gives way to short you know, drunk gives way to sober, you know, and, and I have a place in this world being a drunk or a sober, and I choose sober, and yeah, I just needed more than just that. That's all. Anyway, that's it. Thanks, Matt.
5: Um, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Hi. Um, I'm Sarah. I uh. I wanted to look up the spiritual meaning of the Yellow River, and um, I found it where it says the Yellow River is not just a river in China, but it is also the symbol of the Chinese spirit bearing burdens, its sedimentation, adaption, its course changes, and perseverance, its continual flow. And so what I'm thinking is that if this river or if ourselves are like this river and we are so, we have so much ego. We don't allow, you know, I can't, I don't allow when I was drinking, I didn't allow God in, you know, I didn't allow that higher power in. So I eventually became sick and I couldn't help others. I couldn't be of service to anybody, not even myself. And at some point I had to surrender. We've said that I had to surrender and allow this ocean to feed me and then me also feed to others that experience strength and hope that I've had through recovery, through my drinking experience. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm also thinking of, uh, um, I'm not sure if anybody knows Plato's Allegory of the Cave. If we stay in darkness and continually, I mean, what this, I, I mean, all of this reading just makes me think of, uh, of if we, if we stay in darkness and never see the light, never listen to anybody else, um, and learn from them, we're just going to stay stuck. The river is is going to overflow, um, or it's going to become dry. And uh, the only way we we live is is if we continue to to uh, allow that higher power or go into the ocean. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I hope that made sense.
1: Thanks, Sarah. Good stuff. This is the 79th chapter. That's the resentment chapter. If you want the resentment verse of the Tao Te Ching, it's 79. That's what talks about how to deal with resentment. But the very last phrase says that heaven's way or the way of the Tao has no preference, but always sides with the one who forgives. So basically what happens, Matt, that reminded me of that because of what you were saying. It's not that the Dow picks any favorites. You just get on the side of the Dow. You get what you step on, what's moving, right? Like we talked about before, you get to where the Dow is. You don't, the Dow doesn't play favorites, but it sides with the one who forgives, the one who loves, the one who who is doing this thing. So that's good stuff. Let's move a little forward. Um, What am I under heaven? What am I without yang and yin? Okay, the the rest of this, I think, works toward understanding what he's saying there. And he's talking about how insignificant we are, especially in regards to the entire universe. You know, we think that we have a lot of uh, influence, that we're important, but when you think about us being one of millions of galaxies, that's in the entire cosmos. We're we're truly insignificant.
2: But we're the only ones that have life on our planet. Which makes us feel like we're super important.
1: Maybe. Now, why Maybe. do you believe that, Marla? Maybe. You really believe that or are you being facetious? No, I,
2: I do believe we're, I mean, it's sort of proven we're the only planet so far with living that allows life. That's been... As, as,
1: we know, as far as we know, we are.
2: Yeah, as far as, as, far as the li- uh, unlimited human intellect knows. It's like it's knowing the world is round. Nah.
3: Unlimited human intellect?
2: <laughs> I was joking.
4: Yeah. That's a system talking about. If you talk about all of the solar systems and...
2: I I, really don't know.
4: Yeah. There's... They're, 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 there's tremendous possibilities
1: that there's there's millions of planets that could have life you know that could right. uh, support life in the cosmos.
2: And, and I, I'm open to that. but why did and this is the, the, the biggest existential question of all, why did we get consciousness? Why do he, why' we're like the, we're the only beings on this earth with this kind of consciousness where we can expand our thinking. Why as are far we as we here? know. Why are we alive? Why are we here? What am I doing? What is my purpose? Yeah, why are we here?
1: Okay. Let me let's reverse answer that question. Okay. okay. What is it that makes you happy? In terms of what?
2: Like In terms ice cream, of, Ben and Jerry's ice cream with hot fudge on top? That makes me fucking happy.
1: Yeah, but what really is uh for me? My family. Okay. All right.
2: Most of the family.
1: Somebody asked me the other day about God and all that. So I don't know, but I know I feel better when I'm doing something for somebody, you know, back to this thing, the ocean's doing. That's when I have peace, real peace in my life is when I'm being considerate of others, rather than trying to manipulate all of life. When, you know, when when I'm not playing the, the river God, you know,
2: I'm not mm-hmm. sure. That's not quite what I meant, though.
1: Well, but what I'm saying is I, I've, the only way I can answer it is in reverse. Like, look, at if I can contemplate what really satisfies me in life, what really brings satisfaction. And for me, that is uh, when I'm when I'm do, when, when I'm giving in some way really gives me peace that I get no other time. So what's my purpose? For me, it has to be giving. That, that has to be.
2: I'm talking about consciousness,
1: though. Okay.
2: Consciousness. Like, it's, we have we have a different system than my dog. For instance, why can't my dog deeply think like we can?
1: I, I don't Why know. us? Yeah. But, you know, other planets mm-hmm. may have the same consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would suggest watching uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Don't care about other planets. I only care about me. (laughs) Why am I conscious? Maybe we need to start there.
5: (laughs) But we don't even know um, consciousness. I mean, it's never really even been proven. We don't know what it is. And we may not know until we go to the other side.
3: We just know what other people have programmed into us. We know what other people have
2: intelligence too. So with that artificial intelligence, then. Is we're programmed to think, believe, you know, mm. our karma, our past histories, our futures.
5: We're set to think a certain way. We may be computer programs.
0: You're going to get Buddy side in the Matrix now. Buddy's going I'm to, not going to, go.
1: to go. I'm not going there.
0: He's um, going to <laughs> talk about what was his name? Eugene. Eugene from the Matrix. Was it Eugene?
1: Morpheus. Morpheus. Yeah, I've never
2: seen it, and I know the guy's name.
1: Yeah, Morpheus. Matt, you got something, sir?
2: <laughs> Sorry, Matt, <laughs> we're not ignoring you.
4: No, it's quite, it's quite all right. Um, I found it interesting because I like stuff. Don't get me wrong, and I like the the many splendours that our our life has given us uh, the a TV, the video games. I love it all. But I'm actually trying to get back to that instinct. That 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 animal instincts of acting in the moment of the instinct so i'm trying to get away from that consciousness so is it such a blessing i mean yeah the stuff it's provided has been a great blessing but is that consciousness itself a blessing or a curse
1: i I think the conscious the the awareness is enlightenment and that's where the peace and satisfaction is that we're looking for matt on the third, on the next page, uh, yeah, the last page. This is actually a description of consciousness, and that's what Yin and Yang bring us toward. I think uh, you cannot lay hold of the end or the beginning. He who is wise sees near and far as the same thing.
2: Equanimity. Does not
1: see the separation. Yes,
2: equanimity, balance.
1: He does not despise the small or value the great. You see the equanimity there like Marla was? Yeah, exactly. How about this? Where all standards differ, we think the standards don't differ, but they do. The standards that we use to judge are not the same. So how can we compare? And this is what the, 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 the one that's awake That's conscious. Does he takes in the past and the present without sorrow for the past or impatience with the present? All is in movement. He has experience of fullness and emptiness. He does not rejoice in success or lament in failure. The game is never over. Birth and death are even. The terms are not final. Hmm. Sees it as a game. Something to enjoy, not to be taken seriously. Rule 62, right? We take all this stuff seriously when in reality, we're just the children playing in the sandbox, you know, that are so get so upset over nothing. You know, how you laugh at your kids, they get all upset. And you're like, oh, why are you so upset? It's nothing. And we're doing the same thing all of the time.
2: You know, one of the tools that I do use when I get myself into a pickle is to step back. It's been a great tool in helping me stay stable and sober and humble. Sober being the key word.
1: Huge tool. That count to 10, that pause.
2: Yep. And you're you're a speck of dust, man. Your problems don't amount to hill beans. Mine don't. They're just
1: I heard a country flare there, Marla. What was that? <laughs>
2: There's a lot of country music lovers in Detroit.
1: Are you one of them?
2: No. Oh okay. it depends. I love Almond Brothers and I love um like Lyle Love It,
1: but my my aunt used to party with Dwayne
4: Almond. We'll talk about that sometime.
2: All right. Love to hear it.
4: Um uh, and I just basically say I find for myself personally, it's all very well me thinking all of this about how I'm so unimportant. But at the end of the day, everything has also got a a relative factor and in my life with my wife I am very irrelevant. So in perspective, sometimes I have to try and view a problem I may have in in life. That is a real problem to me. And yeah, in the cosmos it amounts to absolutely zero, less than zero, if that is which isn't possible. But in my life in my in real terms, yes, it is real. So I have to try and view that from an almost external point of view, which isn't always easy, but I find it is possible. And when I have a problem, something I heard a psychologist once say about an elephant sandwich, how do you eat an elephant sandwich one bite at a time? And I find any problem that 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 comes across me in my life Step back. And I think Marla might have said step back. I'm not sure. Have you as externally as my emotions will allow? Um, Go again. Um, Yeah. Matt,
1: it helps me two things with that, that I thought about. One was that this helps me not to take things personally, even with my spouse. I could not take things personally because anyone she was married to she would have been doing the same thing. I mean, if I if her you know if her any husband she had, if he would have done what I did, she would have reacted in the same way. So I couldn't even take her actions personally. okay? Secondly, I have if I pause like Marla was talking about, and I stop for a moment and I just constant I just consciously say to myself, or to God, or ever how you want to think about it, how can I give in this situation? How can I let go? How can I surrender in this? How can I be powerless in this situation? Back to the second step, right? And if I just wait until I see a way, and it never takes long, if I'm surrendered and I'm sincere, something just happens, and I, I don't understand it, and, and a solution shows itself. And it's always a better solution than my defense and my attack and my judgment. Because every time I'm attacking, I'm always attacking myself. I might I might be attacking toward my spouse, but my spouse was a mirror. And it was coming right back to me. And it never succeeded. Never, ever, ever did it accomplish what I wanted. So I've learned just to pause and wait. When I don't, I always create misery every time. Craig,
0: just going to say, is it really a problem, or is it something that I'm resisting powerlessness over? It's, um, is is it, is it something I'm trying to control, and I have no control over it? And that's that that's that series that I need to recognise as somewhere that I need to surrender to. It's...
1: Could be, but what the important takeaway I see in this whole thing is number one, I don't have the ability to judge anything. I don't because I can't, I have to see near and far as the same. I have to see both sides as being the same thing. I have to see it all as one. That's consciousness. That's consciousness. Because if I don't, then... I'm going to be trapped like the god, uh, the river god was, trying to control rather than trying to give. Because you know it's interesting too that through uh, uh, who's my science person here uh, who can help me with uh, the uh, vapor, the vaporization cycle, the cycle of water where it evaporates from the ocean, becomes the clouds, and then it what a cycle. Yeah, but it's called something more than that. It's Craig.
0: It's, the, it's, the, it's called the
1: water cycle. It's not Craig.
0: <laughs> no, no, no it's, it's no, it's it's not called Craig. It's called the water cycle. Yeah, That's but
1: it's, cool. it's a bigger name than that. Was what no. I was trying to think of. Was the, I know what you mean?
0: What well, yeah. evaporation?
1: Yeah, but it, but it's there's a name for the cycle itself. There's all, it's the the whole.
2: Eco, it's not the ecosystem, but it's something.
1: Yeah. Amy's looking it up. I know what she's doing.
2: Okay.
0: Look Hopefully she comes up with a water cycle.
2: It's I think something that we learned in, in junior higher high school. Yeah, exactly. Great, so I can't remember you know. from that far back. I can't remember shit from that far back.
3: So it's the water cycle. It
2: is. He's right.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's it's also known as the hydrop. Hydrologic cycle or the hydrological cycle. That's a name, though. I know there's a name. That's the
0: one Buddy was thinking of. Buddy was not <laughs> sitting there thinking, maybe it's a hydrological Condensation,
3: cycle. Condensation, precipitation, infiltration, runoff, and vapor transportation. water
0: <laughs> cycle, <laughs> Craig.
1: Yeah, it's a water cycle. Okay. But see,
3: that's a very good point. We're always trying to make things way more complicated than they are. What is the simplicity <laughs> of it? It's just
0: like, a fucking water cycle. water cycle. <laughs> yeah. The- <laughs> can we, just go, can we just go back to the fact that I was right about something?
3: Yes, Craig, you were right. <laughs> we'll give you your props.
0: <laughs> Somebody phone Louise, tell her I was right. She'll never think, believe me.
2: I think, Amy, to your point, the Internet has made life or our world very complicated, you know, there's way too much information out here and, you know, way too much information
1: sometimes. But it's it's naturally giving to everyone that's giving to it. Think about the ocean. All the water that it gets, it gave away. Oh, you're
3: talking about the Internet. About that,
1: not the water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't. I was looking at the water. C- I've been looking at the water cycle, you know thinking maybe about there's,
4: all
0: there's, the ways the ocean's giving all the time. And maybe now, was, wasn't Marla talking about this just earlier on, she was saying, you know, our brains, we've got so much, we've got so much stuff going on. Maybe it's because we're trying to absorb so much information that's, that's not relevant, and it's taking us away from where we really should be, that, that center of living, that center of our life, that center of our self. And we're kind of diversifying so much that we've kind of forgotten where we really should be.
1: Well, we think our answer is in our knowledge, right?
2: Yeah, I think that this past year and a half, the pandemic has shifted a focus of people looking outward to people more coming inward.
0: Maybe the answer answer is less knowledge. Maybe the answer is, is not knowing.
2: That's, well, that's the whole point of the Tao is to unlearn everything. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uncovering, discovering, and discarding.
0: That's what I was going to say.
1: The ocean's not the greatest because it knows more. It's the greatest because it gives. Because it gives. That's it. Well, isn't that what the St. Francis prayer is all mm-hmm. about?
5: That's what I was going to say was the St. Francis prayer because are, is it the channel or are we the channel? Right. Thinking about the yin and the yang, um, the darkness is the channel, but the light is where we, we, it's a continuous cycle, just like that water cycle. It's continuously flowing.
1: I think it's kind of like the pendulum is here, the good, the bad, Mm -hmm. the whatever, you know, back and forth. And that if we learn to live in love, we can live above that pendulum of back and forth, you know? And I think that's where the giving comes in and, if I, if I look at in any interaction that I've got a disturbance about, right, any interaction that's causing me angst in some way, and if I can just say, okay, why am I disturbed? There's some way I'm trying to control here. There's some way I'm not willing to give, basically, if you want to break it down in those terms. Some way I'm not willing to give here. I am not going to budge, and that's why I feel disturbed. So. What is that way and how can I give? And it I may mean, be, you know, go ahead, Amy. I have to
3: discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really?
4: Mm-hmm. What
3: page is that? 420.
4: Yeah. It's important thing for me to remember is my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations. Same page. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah. Yes. I just want to say, um, when I was saying uh, that about what I was saying about the elephant sandwich, uh, I didn't mean a problem with my wife, like an emotional problem. I mean, when my wife and I have a shared practical real life problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just look at it. we got one coming up tomorrow. How do we be in two places at once? answer is we can't. So how do we cope with it and get both from done? There is a way. There's always a way. Yeah, uh, sometimes you've got to step outside and look. Good stuff, guys. What else?
1: What else? Anything else in here to discuss? Change is the only constant. I had that wrote down.
2: <laughs> this was a juicy one, though. I thought yeah. we, got a lot, we worked a lot out, got a lot done.
1: I had not seen the consciousness before. I just read it this morning and said, yeah, we're going to have a good conversation. But I hadn't realized this was a description of consciousness, though, till you started talking about that, Mara. I thought, oh, wow, really? this is actually describing consciousness is what it's doing. It's shifting from divisiveness to oh, we're yeah. all one. You know, it's all the same. We're one big body, you know. Craig?
0: Yeah, I don't know if we picked up on earlier one, but it's, it, part of it is saying um, he takes in the past and present without sorrow for the past or impatience for the present. It kind of reminds me of the fact that we will not regret the past, not wish, wish to shut the door on it.
2: You know, but we're just trying to stay. In, in, yeah, but I re- I read that too in there, which was has always been a really good advice to follow. I th- I thought really good advice to follow. It was hard. It kind anyway.
0: yeah. of stops us shaming ourselves and feeling bad about stuff.
2: Yeah, we we have some issues, just like everybody
3: else. Just weird, you know So. So I love that you just said that, Craig, because I have this uh, little box of cards that um, one of my sponsees gave me. Can you see it? Mm -hmm. Spiritual AF. And so each day I finally remembered that I had these. And so each day I'm putting one on my desk to read it. And um, yesterday's was in order to love who you are, you can't hate the experiences that shaped you. And then it says anything truly cool about you was created from the life you've lived. Remember that when you start to wind down the shame spiral, no time is wasted. No love is wasted. No tears are wasted. No breath is wasted. You being you is important. And every single thing that made you is of value. Tell shame to suck it.
4: I will. I personally found that the biggest surprise of all that that promise came true. I didn't see how that one was ever going to come true for me. I didn't know how I would not wish to shut the door on the past. But I do truly believe I've got rid of all of my major resentments, well, I've got rid of all of my resentments, but the major ones would have killed me. they helped me get back out and they would have killed me. And I truly have got the door... You know, I've got it all sorted. Um, at every moment of my life, yeah. Even was well I've done no harm here. Why do I have to find my part in it? I put myself in every one of those situations. That I had a part in every part of my life, and just knowing that is enough to give me the comfort. But this has all made me who I am in this moment, in the situation that I'm in. Yeah, I'm, I've got it okay. So why would I
1: want to close the door on that? That really surprised me. Thanks, Matt. Oh, by the way, Craig, it's the hydrologic cycle. But I said that
4: too.
0: So <laughs> oh, just really editing to prove a point eh?
4: Yeah, I got to find something. not than Water. I'm surprised I'm surprised he
0: didn't wait until about three o'clock in the morning to text me and say, no, nah, 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 you were wrong. I was right again. I wanted
1: on the podcast, Greg. I wanted it to on the podcast. I, was, I wasn't
0: gonna wait. Louise <laughs> just walked in and I says, I was right for once, and now I'm gonna have to go back and say I was kinda uh, no, I was right because that's the that's what we get taught in school. It's the water cycle.
1: you you can be right, Greg. It's okay. Thank you. Louise <laughs> will never believe it, but it's okay.
0: This comes down to that. Give five people the right to be wrong.
1: Give Craig five times to be wrong, right? Okay.
2: Craig, you totally step into all of those, you know.
1: He loves it. He gets I the know. attention. He wants the yeah. attention. For those five
3: one. people, is that including yourself? Are you one of those people?
0: One, two, three. No, there's, there's, there's five of you on, on yes, the screen. Yes, I know,
3: but but if you need to give five people the ability to be wrong today or the right to be wrong today. right. Should one of those include yourself?
0: No, because it's good fight. No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a person. I'm. I'm oh God.
3: You are. There, you also, are nothing more than the tip of a hair on a horse's flank.
1: That's what the reading <laughs> says. <laughs> but isn't there freedom in being unimportant? Think so about the freedom. freedom.
2: So much freedom because you don't care what anybody thinks about you anymore.
1: It's interesting uh, in the description of uh, being conscious of enlightenment. He says he has experience of fullness and emptiness. Experiences both. So it'd be of importance and unimportance, I would think, would probably be part of that. And it doesn't matter anymore. It's irrelevant. It's learning just to be, right? Lowering those expectations. Being in the moment. That's where the peace and joy is. That's where the kingdom is, if you're talking kingdom. Yeah. Man, that's good. Thank you, guys. No, thank you. Tell you, I really enjoy this podcast. I'm grateful for you guys. I get so much out of this.
2: I think it's mutual, buddy.
1: Yeah, it is. That's the thing. We're all here to give, right? So we all contribute because we all contribute. Yeah. And so we're all here. We all get
0: like the ocean. ocean, We're all given
1: the water cycle, right? Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you, Craig, for correcting me.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, it's sunny in Michigan.
1: Oh, it's nice here. I'm going paddling on the lake. Listen to this. Sunday morning, I got through meditating and thought, hmm. I'd like to have a rowboat and get out, not you know, like an exercise rowboat and get out on the water some. I think that'd be an interesting thing to do. And I just let it go. A couple hours later, my brother shows up with a rowboat to exercise. He says, I had this at the house and I wasn't using it. I thought I would bring it by today. I'm like, what? It manifested in your universe. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, absolutely I'm like, wow t- and just, it was a fleeting mm-hmm. thought it was not even something that I you know really put any energy oh. into I'm like okay mm-hmm. so I'm going rolling this afternoon so
3: are you going to be the river god or are you going to be the ocean god
1: <laughs> just be humble if I think about it I'll be the river god for sure because I can't because yeah. I'll orchestrate I just can't think I gotta let the thinking go you know <laughs>
3: I just, I just wanted to read one more thing back, just taking it back to recovery. Um, You know, when therefore we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved, there was nothing left for us, but to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We have found much of heaven and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we had not even dreamed.
1: Good stuff. Thank you. Any closing comments, guys, before we close for today? Nothing? Okay. Well, thank you, guys. It's a great meeting. And uh, if I don't talk to you, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery-related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app, daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars, Hope you put some of these resources to use and have a great week.
4: Thank you for listening to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends in recovery.